1: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month.
2: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties
1: the game. Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used
3: with permission. It's so nice when you sing to me, Greg. I like that. I, you know, want to get your morning off to a great start. And you have. Thank you. I'm just going to leap Woo. right into this day. All right. Get it? Uh, Get leap, it? Leap day. I That's see what, right. I see what you did there. Happy yeah. leap day, everybody. Take a flying leap now. 6.08 <laughs> on the Bob Rose <sighs> Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Yes. So uh, I'm going to step down now, I've been here for 150 years. <laughs> cool. uh, great soundbite from Mitch McConnell, yeah. uh, head of the Senate for uh, 150, uh, I don't know, yeah. been there forever, Close. literally, Close. Uh, saying goodbye to the Senate. Oh, yeah, pomp and circumstance. Oh, yeah, let's all, he revered leader, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Ah, stuff it, man. Really? Yeah. Really? Never intended to have somebody in there for decades, founding fathers, because most people had to make a living. They had to go back to work. They had to go back to farming or business, whatever they did. They came in and did their uh, six years in the Senate, and then they went home back to to their home, and they were proud that they said, hey, look, uh, here's some things that I helped and fixed, and here's some stuff that I stopped, and, uh, you know... Uh, never has to yes. never has to pay yeah. for a beer at the local pub, you know. Everybody's happy, uh, but now, oh no, it, it's about gaining power, holding on to that power. Are you telling me that people in Kentucky never got tired of him? How do you win election after election? I mean, that's multi generational. Uh, it's not like he's uh, Mister Personality. It's not like mm. he has you know Gavin Newsom looks, um, and I guess in a way, well, that's good. So they're not saying, oh, we. We weren't looking for sizzle and flash. We were looking for substance. Okay, and maybe right. there was a time where, you know, that might have been true. But I, I just I don't know. They some people will say, "Oh yeah, he's a deal maker. He got things done." I'm not. I I, I shouldn't set out to bash him per se, but he said it himself. Time for new blood. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, did he say that meaning, yeah, that's why he's stepping aside. Time for new blood, or was it also a convenient little jab? Uh, maybe at President Trump, certainly at ah, Biden. Okay, yeah. you could say at Biden, time for new blood, but he's talking also as the head of the Republicans in the Senate. So you wonder if that's not a little jib. Time for new blood. Mm. Okay. I don't know. All I can say is I never was a huge fan. I'm sure he did some great things, but I'm just not a fan of somebody staying in there for decades and decades. I just, it doesn't, uh, it, it I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good, and I think you lose track of what your original mission was. Right. And what you're supposed to be doing. And the other thing, you know, they all get rich when they go in. Mm. Most of them, anyway. Um, if you stay in that long, I mean, really, um, you could have been out spending your money all this time. But it's this draw it's this pull I like an addiction it's, yeah it's yes, yes. Once you're there you can't let go well it it becomes your identity it's who you are Yeah. and that's i guess how you how you live mm-hmm. i mean i agree. look i really love and enjoy my job but uh i don't live to work right. i work to live mm-hmm. um and you know if i had some sort of sustaining amount of money I would start to enjoy life, especially now. Okay? And he's like 20 years older than me, at least. Oh. So yeah, I, I, I guess everybody's different. I know there's some people that they're they're like workaholics. And if right. they stop working, they, they die very We've quickly. We've seen it. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I guess sort of a mixed bag. But <laughs> here's your clincher, folks. Uh, don't shed any tears. Uh, he's still going to be around twenty twenty 2027 through 2027. Then you know, why, are, why are we talking about it now then? I, What's his deal? I have no idea. Is it
4: the distraction of the election and the age thing? Is that the intense, the, the,
3: kind of the shot, like you said, across the bow of Donald Trump? I don't know. I don't know if they want to start to get ready and giving them plenty of time and plenty of notice to mm. get a new Senate leader. Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, to go out and say, yeah yeah that well that that would be like me uh yeah, in twenty twenty seven uh I'm gonna step down yeah, it's like, why right. anyway mm-hmm. uh you know g- look, God bless him i don't I don't mean anything you know, bad about it, I just yeah, it is time to move forward, but why don't you do it today, yeah, why don't you do it today, like literally today, I mean like yeah. on the boat yeah. beyond the golf course, mm-hmm. okay I'd be in Vegas, you know Hanging out with your Chinese in-laws. Or something. <laughs> Speaking of both. Isn't that interesting? He's been there all those years and, and never any sort of real expose or, or looking into, e- even for a public interest story. Right. You know, his wife and her Chinese connections and all that um, never really got. And, and probably maybe somebody wrote a book at some point, but never was like a topic of conversation. Somebody's been around that long that you'd think, there would be some interest into you know what makes him tick and all that. Maybe I just missed it. Maybe there maybe there was an after school special back in 1975. <laughs> we missed that one somehow. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Joe Biden. One of your top stories, other than Mitch McConnell saying goodbye in three years, right? President Joe Biden, who's now 81, did not. Receive a cognitive test during Wednesday's annual physical exam. Really? Physical oh. exam. Why
4: would you not, since it's a top story around the country and the biggest question about him? Well, do you know
3: why? Because well, know why. he wouldn't do well on it. And, yeah. and that's the obvious answer. That's the true answer. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do that. Um, but you know what? There's some that don't think maybe cognitive tests are very effective. Um, now, maybe there's just one person who believes it.
5: If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is actually, what it actually does, it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that most of the time people don't actually know, and and uh, and the president has a team of doctors that is with him 24/7, and he is able to do the work. What?
3: What they're saying is he's got doctors around him all the time that can prescribe him uppers and other things <laughs> that can keep him quote unquote. Working, uh-huh. And she says, yeah, the test may be administered by someone you don't know. Well, in Biden's case, even if he'd known the guy for 30 years, he might forget who he is that day. Mm, good point. Right. And yeah. a 15 minutes taking a t- cognitive type test c- can tell you a lot, especially if you had a baseline test, which should have been performed before the election. Yeah. Right. And maybe what has been done secretly. Mm. Maybe Jill knows. I'm sure she does. Yeah, but they're not saying, right? Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. It is 6.15. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is a happy, happy leap day, my friends, and so much more to talk about coming up on 97.3 The Sky.
5: As you get closer to November Dana Lash It's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy because no matter how big of an issue you make abortion it always comes down to the economy
6: Now, 10 p.m. Nights on 97.3 The Sky
3: Happy Leap Day That's right It is February 29th Seems like forever since you've said that It feels like I don't know, like four years ago. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, it was. All right, so we got to keep the planet kind of on track. Well, actually, our calendars, I guess the planet does what it does. Speaking of which, we got a story about the moon coming up. Mm. Yeah, remember I said they're going to mine on the moon? Yep. Mm hmm. Maybe I was a little uh, closer to the truth than I thought when I made my snarky remarks. Stay tuned. It is 621 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here. And and Greg's got a magnetic personality, but not like this guy I'm going to tell you about. This guy has a magnetic personality. You could say maybe he has nerves of steel. Really? And he's a weightlifter. Oh, I'm not that. And you know, sometimes weightlifters think more is better. Obviously, yes. you're progressively increasing your weights, building muscle mass and all that. They also sometimes get into other things that may help their performance, okay? And like I said, more is better. But then some of them just plain go off the rails. Doctors at a New Delhi hospital removed, 39 coins and thirty-seven magnets from a man's intestine after he swallowed the metals under the assumption that zinc helps in bodybuilding. Zinc. Why buy it at the health food store? You know when you can go right to the source in the form of coins. X-rays taken before the surgery inside uh, a sir ganja. Sir Ganja Ram Hospital is probably a good place to be. Um, they show massive metal clots forming in the 26-year-old's intestines after he spent several weeks ingesting the coins while undergoing treatment for an undisclosed psychiatric condition. Okay. The patient, who was not publicly named, believed he could absorb zinc from the 39 coins he ate. Oh, my goodness. Duck. Really? If Come you're going to tell him how important iron is to your diet, yeah, yeah. you better hide the skillets. Oof. You know what I'm saying? My goodness. Yeah. Uh, he thought eating the magnets would aid in that process. Doctors learned the extent of what he had done uh, when he arrived at the emergency room. Complaints of vomiting, abdominal pain that had gone on for more than 20 days. Yeah, they caused uh, intestinal obstruction. And when they did the x-ray, yeah, it was pretty obvious. It looks like coins and magnets. In his gut. Fortunately, the doctors were able to open the intestines and remove all the coins and magnets. A large amount of the metals were also found in his stomach. Unreal. Who knows where else they might have showed up. Mm. Officials noted that some of the magnets recovered were shaped like a heart, a sphere, a bullet, a triangle, and a star. In other words, any random magnet, I guess. That's weird. You know? Just weird. You, You come home one day, you know, you're his roommate, you come home one day, it's like, Why are all my pictures on the kitchen counter? (laughs) Right? They stole all the magnets off the back. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Anyway, they uh, confirmed with a post-operative x-ray that, yes, indeed, they got all the coins and magnets out of there. He really did believe that it would give him a boost in zinc. But consuming such a large amount of metal can result in zinc toxicity. So, he wasn't wrong that you could get zinc from it. Right. It's just a little too much. And like I said, you know, some weightlifters, bodybuilders have the mentality that, you know, more is better. When zinc-containing coins are ingested, the acidic fluids in the stomach can cause zinc to leach from the coins, which could lead to stomach pains, diarrhea, and vomiting. And zinc toxicity, if it gets bad enough, can cause death not to mention
4: anything that you could do to your intestinal tract with pieces of metal and magnets and all that stuff in your system well
3: and the opening up for surgery that's an area where you don't want to cut into or expose unless you absolutely have to which in this case i would say probably Hmm. had to layla you got me on my knees layla yeah i'm begging darling please Remember that song? I do. Eric Clapton. It's a good one. Derek and the Dominoes, yeah, way back in the day. Song. Do you know who Layla was? Uh, are you talking about,
4: uh, what's his name's ex-wife? Was it? Uh, yeah, she
3: wasn't his ex-wife at the well, time, but yes. okay. okay. Patty Harrison. Yes, eventually she was someone else's ex-wife. Yes. It was a love triangle for the ages. Yeah. 60s supermodel Patty Boyd was famously at the center of a rift between guitar riffing gods... George Harrison mm-hmm. and Eric Clapton. Right. In fact, Clapton tried to woo Boyd with secret love letters while she was married to Harrison. He all stories told, he definitely pursued her. Yes. Uh when the two rock and roll Hall of Famers were best friends at the time, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, share and share alike, you know, that kind of thing. No, I don't think that no, was
4: no, I don't no, think that's what don't. George had in mind. So you
3: can borrow riffs, but not wives. Yeah or wives. Yeah. yeah wives. Uh and his pen mission was accomplished. Boyd left the late Beatle, who had written the Abbey Road classic Something about his then wife, and went on to marry uh former Yardbird in 1979. Now Boyd is seventy-nine, planning to auction off Clapton's love letters wow. with the blessing of the musician who wrote his seventies classic Layla and a later hit Wonderful Tonight. Yep. Makes you wonder if he was just the better writer. Apparently, it worked. They ended up getting divorced in uh, 1989. I, I bet you that this auction is going to oh, bring yes. uh, about a lot. I it, mean, you think of just all the connections of who's involved, who it's
4: to, who wrote it. Yeah, that's uh, that's like musical Americana right there. Well, English, but you know what I mean.
3: And and one of them, uh, he writes, "Dear Layla, why do you hesitate? Am I a poor lover?" Am I ugly? Am I too weak? Too strong? Do you know why? Which is interesting because uh, there's a Rolling Stones song, you know, um, uh, that Mick Jagger sings It goes along some of that. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe he knew what was going on. Well, he's been with a woman or two. Oh, yeah, a couple. Yeah. 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 All right. There you go. Hmm. I I bet you it'll go for... Oh, big Big money. money. It is 627. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. And, you know, no big money needed here. We give you The Sky for free. Follow us by clicking on thesky973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app. Get Bob Rose Show podcast every minute of the show. You won't miss it. Coming up, more on Biden and the border and another illegal This time charged with child rape. Uh, Other than that, the the borders are good. It's all good, right? Brandon, News Talk, 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending
6: on The Sky.
1: In the great state of South Carolina. And Battle Trump is our nominee news that's trending not the
0: end of our story
6: the news that's now a venezuelan illegal is accused of murdering a university University
0: of georgia Georgia nursing student the
6: news station 7.6 million illegal immigrants now more news updates every half hour breaking news at once on news talk 97.3 the sky
2: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
6: New on the sky, Glenn Beck. Right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's Talk Leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. Now On News Talk 97.3, the sky.
3: Sorry, I was busy taking a uh, cognitive test and, and and I forgot that I had a show to do. Oh, get man, it? I get it. Yeah, I forgot the cognitive test. A lot, a te- get a lot of that it? going on. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Good morning, uh, and happy leap day. It is six thirty nine. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Yeah, it only happens once every four years. You get a uh, leap day, which is weird if that's your birthday. Oh, yeah. Do you only get to celebrate it once every four years? Sure. Uh, shout out to uh, my old buddy, Travis Horn. He used to be the head of the Republican Executive mm-hmm. Committee when I moved here, what, 22 years ago. And I still keep in touch with him. He's does a, He's got a PR company in Tampa. He's doing well. And uh, he said, tell everybody I said hi. And I am. And, uh, yeah, it's his birthday. He invited me uh, to come to a little birthday party get-together. Nice. I'm like, mm, yeah, uh, Thursday night in... Tampa doesn't bode well for a Friday morning show. Yeah, you don't drive across town, let alone out of town. That's right. So there's that. That's right. Plus, I've got some time off coming, so... Oh, yes, you already, do. I'm already pushing it yeah. with the boss, man, a little. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank everybody who uh, has been involved, who is involved with the 26th Annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble for ARC, uh, the ARC of Alachua County. They do great work with the developmentally... Uh, disabled infotech southeast car agency amongst the fine sponsors that make it happen but it's completely sold out once again this year it's because the people in this community are awesome it's friday april 5th hawkstone country club and not sure if they still need volunteers but you can reach out via arcalachua.org and find out that's org. thanks again for your awesome continued support uh for the great great cause and a great work that these uh, these folks deal with. I was talking about a cognitive test. Mm-hmm. Apparently one of your top stories, Joe Biden got his annual physical. Well, good. But uh, no cognitive test is part of it. Oh. Uh, uh, Secret- uh, the White House Press Secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, <laughs>
7: yeah. who
3: I did, I had no idea mm-hmm. that she has a level of expertise um, you know, that has to do with cognitive abilities, brain function, and all that. Listen yeah. to this.
5: If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is mm-hmm. actually, what it actually does, <laughs> it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that most of the time people don't actually know.
7: People don't know. Nobody knows. And
5: uh, nobody. and the president has a team of doctors that is with him 24/7, and he is able to do the work.
4: So what she really say, Bob? What did she really answer for anybody?
3: Um, she basically dug a hole for Biden okay. because she said, Ugh. uh, it's only 15 minutes long. So even with his busy nap schedule, mm-hmm. he could have found 15 minutes to mm. perform it. So she didn't help her cause there. Right. Then she said, it's usually by somebody, uh, the test is performed by somebody that people don't know who's. Like- who exactly people don't know. It's, Nobody knows them. Apparently. It's a person with no no identity, or yeah. they don't have any friends. I, I don't yeah. know what she meant by that. Huh. And then she f- further worsens her case by says Biden is followed around twenty four hours a day by a team of doctors, <laughs> not a White House doctor, not a personal physician, oh. a flippin'. Team. Let's go see. Can do the work. He's got it. a tight end, a running back. Oh, He's got a goodness. quarterback. They're all. Do- He's got a team of doctors. They say sweep left, pull the guard. <laughs> a team of doctors. Wow. I don't have a lot of confidence no. in someone who wants to be commander in chief, head of the country, mm-hmm. and, and uh, basically almost head of the free world. Yeah, very important gig. Yeah, uh, for another four years he wants when he's followed by a team of doctors. That's not encouraging. Is a it? team of doctors. No, it's not encouraging. I'm sure there's an old Three Stooges uh, skit that we can look up. Slightly. Oh my goodness! <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Doctor, 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 paging doctor. Oh, uh, we've seen that. Remember that? Oh yeah times Three Stooges, yeah. uh, which is comedy. Uh, sad when there's mm. behavior in D.C. that looks a lot like the Three Stooges, but instead is actually real life. Yeah. Okay. The families of five victims who were killed during the Hamas October 7th massacre at the Nova Music Festival in Israel have sued Reuters and the Associated Press Whoa. over accusations that the outlets employed journalists, and that term's used loosely now anyway, (laughs) who were connected to the terrorist group and involved in the atrocities, according to a report. What? The filing claims that two agencies, who are among the world's largest newswire services, hired Hamas-affiliate journalists from Gaza who knew that the surprise attack was coming and failed to prevent horrific crimes from happening. Wow! World Israel News is reporting this. Reuters and AP allegedly published reports and photographs taken by the Hamas affiliate journalists as they actively partook in the attacks on Israel. They claim the news organizations are liable for the direct and indirect damage and actions of their quote-unquote journalist, mm-hmm. according to the Lawsuit. Wow, very interesting. Very a, frightening. The twist. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, we're approaching six forty-five. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. And first thing in the morning, when you get up, you can catch up on the latest news. Uh, just tell Alexa what you want. Yep. Tell your smart speaker, play ninety-seven point three, the Sky, and most of the time she will but she won't bring you breakfast. Negative. No. Good morning. Rise and shine and happy leap day. 97.3 The Sky. Mark Levin. The problem is Joe Biden
1: is old, old. His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome.
6: Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky.
3: Yeah, I know Mitch McConnell walks slowly, but it's going to take him three years to walk out of the Senate. He already what? made the announcement he's <laughs> stepping down. Well, there must be 1,052 steps if he's stepping down. I didn't realize it really is an ivory tower. It's a process, Bob. It's a process. Mitch McConnell saying goodbye to the Senate. Oh, oh, yeah. All tears. Of the history's been serving the longest. Blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Sit down. Time to move forward. 6 50 on the Bob Rose Show. I'll tell you how I really feel later. I was just wondering if you would. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Happy, happy Thursday. It's also a happy, happy leap year. (laughs) It's not something that comes around every year. Uh, No. Every four. Or it wouldn't be special. And here we are. Yes. All right. So we've got a lot going on, a lot to cover. One of the big local stories is widening of I-75. Oh. Well, now. Doesn't that just sound like fun? Fun, fun, fun. Well, for those folks who'd like to use all three lanes
4: with no turn signals, that would give them an extra lane.
3: Or or like the people who have driven through the state of Georgia for the last 40 years. Well, yeah. I mean, true. is there ever a time where at least one stretch of interstate in Georgia was not under repair or expansion? Yeah, there's that. I don't think ever. No. And yet still, oh. you, you know when the best time to go through Atlanta is, right? Probably like two in the morning or something. Never. Oh never is the correct answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got that one wrong. Hey, let's talk about Hunter Biden. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wow, dude, I gotta like get in the frame of mind, man, where I can climb inside of his head, you know? Oh, what he was, said a, a lot, a lot of things are Hunter, going up in his head. Oh, you got the sniffles? Yeah. I got some booger sugar over here <laughs> that Hunter sent me. Oh no, wait, he sent that to Don Jr. Yeah. Uh first son Hunter Biden. Claimed in congressional testimony Wednesday that he was high or drunk when he wrote to a Chinese associate in 2017 that he was sitting here with my father. You remember that one? It was a threat to, like, hey, pay up, Jack. And, of course, that's short for Jackie Chan. No, not really. Um, Pay up, Jack. My dad's sitting right here. He can make your life tough. Yeah, yeah. He'll treat you like corn pop. He'll beat you. He'll beat you down. He'll make you touch his hairy legs. He'll sniff your, your woman's hair. Mm. That doesn't sound high or drunk. That just sounds arrogant Well, and manipulative. Look, it's already been well established that he has had serious issues with oh, yeah. drugs, I guess, alcohol as well. So that that skeleton's already out, you know, mm. dancing around. What a great scapegoat. What a great excuse for everything you've ever done in your life. Well, it's back when I was, you know, under the influence, which in a lot of cases is really a true defense or your only defense. But I would be asking him, you know, uh, how do we know you're not high or drunk right now, pal? Jack, want to submit to a test? Oh, that's right. Bidens don't do tests. Not so much, now. Yeah. Bidens don't do, especially if they're cognitive, and in your case, a blood test, mm. or maybe a hair follicle test. Oh, he's had I a mean, blood test or two, but that's for different That's for paternity. <laughs> yeah, good one. Um, anyway, uh. this is when he threatened uh, some associate in China, and then all of a sudden, $5.1 million was uh, electronically deposited in one of the biden accounts and i don't know which one because i can't keep track of 100 shell companies it's a shame you don't believe in coincidence has anybody ever like answered that i mean first of all we said what what is any of this money for what services mm-hmm. were rendered you, you never get an answer on that one and then my other question is how many people who are just oh that's right repaying loans to their brother yeah run that same money through a hundred different shell businesses. Oh, okay. A readout, you know, when they read it back to him, Mm -hmm. a readout of the 54-year-old first son's closed-door impeachment inquiry deposition was provided to numerous news outlets Wednesday evening, citing Hunter's claim that President Biden had nothing to do with the shakedown of a Chinese state-linked CEFC China energy. The readout said, quote, Hunter admitted that he was high or drunk when he sent uh, the sitting here with my father WhatsApp message sent to the wrong recipient and is now embarrassed by the message. Mm -hmm. The same source said that Hunter, quote, confirmed that his dad was not sitting next to him. As photos from the first son's abandoned laptop actually show he was at his dad's Wilmington, Delaware home on the day of the threat. Very interesting. A second source confirmed to the Post that Hunter Biden gave the excuse that he may have been high at the time of writing the message. He appeared under under subpoena. The testimony technically counted as a more sensitive deposition rather than a typical transcribed interview. Interview. Huh. All right, we'll see if... That goes anywhere.
7: Hmm.
3: Yeah. That holds your breath here, Bob. No. No. Yeah. You know that they've they found that some of their sources might not be seen as credible in some of this investigation. Yeah, I agree. Hunter's not credible. Oh wait, but you believe money he says he was drunk or high and sent it to the wrong person. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. A lot more coming up on this Leap Year, Leap Day broadcast. You're listening to 97.3, The Sky Hanging There.
6: and Buck. Joe Biden. Will he stay or will he go? The Glenn Beck Program. We're more concerned about equity and inclusion than our national security. A near sky lineup with Bob Rose. It's absurd boys to be able to say they're girls and play against girls in sports. Sean Hannity. They're willing to gamble with your life. Mark Levin. Truly a Marxist slash green party. The outspoken voices of America. Looking out for America. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
3: And welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. It is Leap Day. Leap Day. Hmm. I was just checking. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm checking something out. What are you finding? What you looking all right, for? All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Disregard All right, Let's just go with this. Okay. Did you hear? Billy Jack is accused of killing his wife? Billy Jack, like from the movie? Billy Jack? What? No, I had to look it up first. Tom Laughlin, he yeah, uh, right. He died in 2013. He was 82. Right. I may or may not be related to him, but that's another story. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the former wrestling star, Billy Jack Haynes. Oh, who okay. kind of did a lot, you know a caricature a, of that a spoof kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, he has been charged with murder after wow. allegedly fatally shooting his wife inside the Portland, Oregon home earlier this month. He is 70 years old. Uh, best known though by his ring name uh, Billy Jack Haynes, even though his name is William Albert Haynes. He was released from the hospital and transferred uh, to a county detention center on an arrest warrant, according to Portland Police. Charged with a murder to second degree, unlawful use of a weapon. Just after 9.50 a.m., February 8th, Portland Police responded to a call of shots fired. Haynes was eventually taken into police custody following a two-hour-long standoff with SWAT teams. Wow. A little crazy. His wife was found dead inside the home by officers... And of course, he was detained. Her death was ruled a homicide by gunshot wound. Wound, um, hmm. and yeah, the former wrestler uh, was childhood uh, was childhood friends um, with the actual um, with the her previous uh, child. Anyway, uh, he had married wrestling. Manager Janine Clark, also known as Lady Blossom, in 1983, but the two divorced a year later. Then he went on to marry uh, B. Craft. That's the one that he allegedly uh, murdered. Wow. What a weird story. So, 15-year career he had, uh, different wrestling circuits. He was in the Pacific Northwest and right here in Florida before making uh, the jump to the then-named WWF. Mm Mm-hmm in 1986 alright he grappled with the likes of Ric Flair Randy Savage stuff like that he was in the 1987 Wrestlemania 3 card in Detroit he retired in 1996 uh, he is uh, you know given plenty of interviews I guess since retirement and acknowledged involvement with cocaine trafficking rings during wow, the
4: 1980s oh Re- Well, you know a little extra income stream there on the side what if there's any uh, any connection to any mental problems based on any usage of items during his wrestling years? We've we've seen some of that. The whole rage thing, the, the
3: CTE—that's
4: a, um, a possibility. You've, you've got, yeah, yeah, you've
3: got mm-hmm. that that possibility. Like nope. say, um, trauma to trauma to the head. Yep. Uh, and being a professional wrestler, yeah, you could very much see that. Um, too many, uh, too many steroids and other yeah, hormonal things. That's what I was thinking about. Can have an effect and depression and all that. It's um, yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, he'll make his first court appearance later on today,
7: hmm.
3: and uh, yeah, that's sad, sad story.
4: Yeah, I mean, you get to that point in your life. You're 70 years old. Not that that's old. It's looking younger all the time. But uh, you know, you, you get to that point in your life, and that's. The decision-making process you're in that will affect the rest of your life, really?
3: Yeah, and you know, you probably—who knows what he may be? Maybe he is on some kind of medication, or maybe self-medicating because if you're mm-hmm. 70 and you had a career in professional wrestling, oh, you're hurting. Your body's hurting. Yeah, you're hurt in, in all likelihood. Yep. All right. The witch hunt continues. I thought she retired, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, She's in San
4: Francisco. She's not hard to find.
3: Nope, nope, not talking about her. Oh. I know you're going to mention Hillary next. No, it's not the Hilda Beast. (laughs) The witch hunt for Donald Trump. yeah. This time, Uh it's in Illinois.
4: Oh, they Illinois. Those. They they just annoy me in Illinois.
3: Yeah. So this judge, uh, you know, let out a little bit of uh, Illinois. Mm-hmm. From her from her mouth anyway uh, Wednesday barring former President Donald Trump from appearing on the state's Republican primary ballot because of his role in the January 6th riot at the. US Capitol because he was found no no he was not found no, guilty of
4: anything he's not been on no. trial for that actually
3: if uh, well yeah. it it to it, to many on the left looks like mm. that, that that he's at fault here mm. and just in case. Well, it's probably
4: when he was leading that march up uh, to the White House saying, mm, Let's go break some windows I don't, and not do anything peacefully.
3: No, I don't I don't
4: no? think that's no that he didn't march
3: with them and he didn't say to do anything damaging. Hm. Hmm. Said yeah. let, you know, let your voices be heard or whatever.
4: Yeah, but I believe he did use the word peaceful if
3: I'm not mistaken. In fact he did. So Illinois is so. the third state to remove Trump from primary ballots, citing the fourteenth Amendment so called insurrection clause joining colorado and maine um and the colorado supreme court remember they ruled on that um against trump and uh now it's working its way to uh the supreme court it's uh on hold pending the u.s supreme court's decision um the High Court has never ruled on a case involving Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which was adopted in 1868 to prevent former Confederates from returning to office after the Civil War, but has rarely been used since then. Now, wait, New York is where Trump used to live, and then he moved south of the Mason Dixon. Uh, Could he uh, be part of the Confederacy? Nobody's wearing a rebel flag under that suit. Really? Could be. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet skylines. And, Pete, good morning.
8: Good morning. We've talked before about how the media is tossing around the word insurrection all the time in regard to January 6th. And uh, I'd like to read something that was written by a man who knew something about insurrection, Abraham Lincoln. And in April of 1861... He wrote something, a proclamation. He, he said that several states had uh, attempted to form combinations that were too, su- too powerful to be suppressed by ordinary judicial proceedings and, and the power of the U.S. marshals. And then, therefore, he was going to call out the militia. So he defines an insurrection. Does that sound anything like a bunch of hooligans and a few protesters with some false flag people storming the Capitol in some kind of protest?
3: Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it does not. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines again this time. Tim, you're on the air.
9: Hey, how you doing, Bob Gray? Um, the,
6: uh, one of the things that's kind of interesting about this whole thing is we've got judges deciding on their own who's guilty and who's not without any charges, no due process, No, nothing. And the problem I'm having with it is: is are these judges going to be held accountable or responsible for their decisions? Because basically, they're disenfranchising the American public. We can't vote for who we want to, and they're depriving uh, Donald Trump of his civil rights. So basically, they're they're basically violating their oaths that they took, and they're just totally being hacks as far as
9: political
3: hacks and, and it could be seen as election interference as well duda you're on the air
9: yeah i'm i'm very concerned about something and i really hope i'm wrong but i really was This is kind of like the premature what's bugging me is i am very concerned about an assassination attempt on donald trump because nothing else seems to work for the for the deep state you know
3: No, I know someone who wouldn't take that very lightly. Um, My cousin, who is former Secret Service, said something very similar. It was a concern of his. And when somebody like that says it, you tend to listen. Tom, uh, you're on the air. Go ahead.
10: This is on a lighter note. Uh, There was a clip on Gutfeld of Trump in front of the black conservative uh, group. And his teleprompter
11: went down, so he had to speak for 45 minutes without a teleprompter on top of his
9: head. He is the funniest, most brutal guy I've seen. He made some of these stand-up comics look terrible. I cannot believe how funny
3: and quick-witted this guy is. If you get a chance, you've got to watch it. It's- I, will, I will, I will. I will check it out. Hey, thanks for the heads up. Uh, We got to run and get ready for What's Bugging You, brought to you by Florida Pest Control. It is coming up next, 877 975 9825. Call in now for What's Bugging You and enjoy a happy leap day. More to come. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
6: There's been a lot of talk about... What's going on? There's a lot, of a lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off... All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky?
3: Good morning and welcome. It's 721. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's time for What's Bugging You? A chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by... Florida Pest Control, the only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Please don't be one of those. Call now, 877-975-9825, and pest- oh, let's go to uh, Mark. What's bugging you?
10: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, what's bugging me is the United States Internal Revenue Service. They're like that guy who's at the party and they dip their tortilla chip in the salsa, and then they just keep doing it the double dipping. Because when we pay Social Security, uh, when we pay tax on our gross income, uh, the Social Security has already been paid taxed on, it's a form of elder abuse because then what they go on to do is when we enter our retirement years, they uh, they want to just kind of like uh, make you do all these weird, complicated calculations because if you take a job and stuff. So they, they just really they taxed it once, and that's the end of the story. That bugs me.
3: Yeah, let's uh, continue to punish people who've done the right thing, people who are successful. You've got a progressive tax that does that. You've got a property tax that does mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically the message is... Quit trying so hard. Yeah. Right. Nostradamus, what's bugging you?
7: Hey,
11: good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me is the escalation of the war over there in Ukraine. You remember Russia was out of ammo two years ago, and they were fighting in Bakhmut with shovels, and they still won. Took Bakhmut, and now we got the Senator Schumer begging, all the rest of them, the warmongers begging for the sixty billion. The EU just gave Ukraine fifty four billion dollars uh, two weeks ago.
3: And they still don't have enough ammo. Right. And uh, yeah, and they're going around begging for more. And um, uh, I understand that Iran has been a uh, bit helpful, maybe supplying some well, missiles to, uh, uh, to the uh, Russian side mm-hmm. of the equation. So the escalation uh, is probably going to continue. Well, they're helpers, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Buckshot, what's bugging you? yeah bob i appreciate you taking my call um this thing with
10: george soros um taking controlling stock or controlling vote stock in odyssey your parent company it's kind of concerning me not just because of mark levin and dana, dana lash and others that are on other stations not just sky but all across the nation but i'm even worried about locally hearing y'all um putting out the truth
3: well all i can tell you is um nobody's more concerned uh Than uh, I am, and Greg for that matter. Um, So far, we haven't had a reason uh, to be concerned. We're monitoring the situation. But I can tell you this for the most part, we operate like a very local business, and we do very, very well. And hopefully, they'll just kind of leave us alone. Their overall agenda, we're told that, uh, you know, to sit tight, that we're good, at least for now. But yeah. Monitoring the situation. Justin, what's bugging you? Good morning,
11: fellas. Since it's a leap day, I want to go back to 2015 when Trump announced he was going to run for presidency uh, as a businessman using his own money. He didn't even need to run for president, he just saw the country being in trouble. And ever since then, he was attacked by the media, the Democrats, anybody. They spent millions of dollars trying to investigate him, find something wrong, and all the way up until right now, they still haven't, and no one has been held accountable for this. And I feel like, why should we think this election is going to be fair at all?
3: Yeah, I know, but it, we, we, we all the more reason to get out there and, and vote. And yeah, let the chips fall where they may if we can't do anything about it, at least for now. Some changes have been made that are positive. Victoria, what's bugging you?
1: Good morning, Bob. Um, I'm a little irked that everybody keeps talking about this illegal alien uh, crime rate. And they say, well, it's lower than than normal citizens. No, it's not. It's at 100% because every illegal alien has already committed a crime crossing the border illegally. So we've already started 100%. Yeah.
3: um, But yeah, they try to dilute that. And yeah, lately they've been trying to has claimed the crime rates have gone down. Uh, they're cherry-picking information there, obviously. Peasant with a pitchfork, what's bugging you?
11: Yeah, good morning, Bob. What's bugging me is back in November, a couple of my sources of information said that their biggest concern was that Israel could lose the war over there, and I thought that just sounded ridiculous. I'm sure everybody else would have, too. And uh, But then yesterday on Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck, They were talking about how there's literally hundreds of thousands of Israelis that don't even have the basic necessities of food and medicine. And I listen to the, I watch mainstream news every night, and I haven't seen anything about that. That's why I listen to talk radio. And uh, I heard Hannity say yesterday, they don't have, they, they can't go back into their homes, and they don't even have the basics of food and medicine. So maybe my original sources, Maybe there was something to what they were saying.
3: Well, I yeah, uh, they're talking about airlifting aid um, to the area. I don't know how much that includes, you know, Israelis. I know they were talking about Gaza, uh, I thought. But, um, yeah, we'll continue to, to look into that. James, what's bugging you?
10: Well, what's bugging me is relates to the story that you were telling earlier about with Illinois. And then, of course, you've got Colorado and all the other states that have tried this. And the fact that nobody will bring bring up the fact that Biden has been perpetrating a crime on all the U.S. citizens with his open border, and no one's trying to disqualify him from the ballot for such things.
3: Yeah, I mean, you think about high crimes and misdemeanors. I mean, you are knowingly um, opening the border. You're knowingly uh, letting people in. You're knowingly allowing for the unbelievable fentanyl trafficking, Uh, you know that as part of that, you're also allowing for, you know, human smuggling, sex trade, uh, child sex and pornography and all that. Yeah. Um, Everybody should be outraged. And a lot of people are. And yet still, they won't do anything about it. 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Thanks for participating and listening to What's Bugging You, brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Uh, coming up, uh, Kamala and uh, paying college students. Now, this is in addition to that whole loan forgiveness thing. Uh, that is coming up on News Talk ninety-seven point three. The Sky.
2: New shows. It's Glenn Beck, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton show. New on the Sky.
6: And more news
2: hear about it first talk about it now
7: the dawn
6: of a new era on news talk 97.3 the sky
3: ice cold beer get your ice cold beer just drive right on through No, there was no sign that said that, but a man did it anyway. 7.36 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. A Texas man facing several felony charges. He drove his truck into a convenience store. He tried to make it really convenient, (laughs) but they frowned on that. Okay. He was upset, apparently, that the beer coolers were locked. Wow. Okay. Laredo police arrested 33-year-old Abigail Velasquez Dominguez mm. early Tuesday morning after police said he assaulted a store clerk when he found out the doors to the beer coolers had been locked. Cerveza! Cerveza! He kept yelling. Beer. Mm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominguez allegedly left the store only to return inside. <laughs> he oh, literally returned inside. Literally. Uh, him, yeah. along with his uh, F-150. Well, then. Caused, a th- caused thousands of dollars in damage. Charged with felony mischief. Assault on a police officer for striking the clerk. Uh, Texas law prohibits grocery and convenience stores from selling alcohol between midnight and 7 a.m. Hmm. Okay. That's... Uh, it, that's a little antiquated kind of a thing, especially in areas that have a lot of shift work. Right. Because uh, so someone's happy hour could literally be, you know, 7 a.m. or whatever right. to get off work or 6 a.m. and you can't purchase it. I I thought it was always, I don't know, kind of silly, but I guess if you're on a bender, man, you know, mm-hmm. last thing you want people to do is wandering the streets looking for more. When, well,
4: I was, uh, I when I was when I was a deputy marshal, we would do some some private security on the side, and uh, we would do sometimes some overnight weekend stuff at the big grocery store in town. And yeah, uh, come you know about midnight or so, I think it was midnight. They would put the little chain up on the liquor aisle, both ends, and it was it was shut overnight.
3: Well, a long long time ago, when I worked in rock radio, uh, I got off at two a.m. Ah, okay. And you couldn't you couldn't buy any beer. Sure. And so I had my buddy call around. I go, you got to find somebody who can buy the beer now, right? Legally, set it aside for us. Oh, there you go. It's already purchased, right? And he did. He found somebody that'll, that that would do that. Okay. And you know what's cool about it? What's that? We became lifelong friends, and he is now a captain for American Airlines. He flies the triple uh, sevens, I think, uh, wow. across the Atlantic. Wow, that's a flight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he started by towing banners on uh, Clearwater Beach really? back in the day. He became, yeah, came well,
4: He moved up a little bit.
3: Yeah, he you yeah. could tell he, he He was meant to fly. He was very like. focused. He yeah. flying was like his first love wow. for sure. And uh, yeah, just That's an cool. interesting yeah. little story for you. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, I mm-hmm. I uh I believe he as soon as I reach that door, uh, I'm done with the Senate. And apparently, it's going to take him until 2027 to actually reach the door. He doesn't walk that fast anymore. Yeah, he's going to look. He's going to finish out his term, which, uh, whatever. I mean, that's up to him. I guess he got duly elected, legally elected. He wants to serve out his term. That that's fine. But why'd you make the announcement yesterday? Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, talk about when he does leave, anticlimactic. Or maybe it'll there will be enough time to where people go, Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's stepping down. Mm. You're not really stepping down. No. What, what you're really doing is you're saying, At the end of this term, I'm not going to run for re election. Because you, you're not really stepping down, are you? You're just saying, After this term, I'm done. I'm retiring. Anyway, he got plenty of attention for it. Conservatives reacted to the news. Um, Although, uh, there appears to be an emerging theme that he should step down sooner rather than later. See, I I guess Hmm. originally they thought he was going to leave in November. Right. But it's, according to the last thing I heard on it, it was 2027. That's weird. I mean, yeah, that's just kind of weird. Especially if you're getting all choked up over it. You're not going anywhere anytime soon at that point. Mitch Mitch McConnell, who claims to be 82 when we all know he's 112, made the announcement on Wednesday telling his colleagues, quote, one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Underappreciated talent. Apparently a talent he didn't possess because he probably should have done it 10 years ago. But anyway... Uh, so the decision follows months of calls from various conservative leaders urging him to step down. Uh, he had a series of health scares or freeze-ups. Remember that? Where he would just stand there like catatonic. It happened a couple of times. It's, yep. you know, if it happened once, that's like, oh, that was odd. But then it happened again. So He whew. said, I'm going to finish my term as leader. I'm going to finish my Senate term. And some were saying, yeah, you shouldn't wait that long. Let's uh, go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet skylines. And, Wayne, you're on the air.
11: Hey, morning, guys. Um, I think it's actually a good idea if he waits, but as long as he is just giving up his leadership duties, because that is fairly strenuous, all he'd have to be is a line senator and just vote on those rare
4: occasions when they vote on something. But I think in Kentucky the governor would appoint a replacement if he leaves now, and the governor of Kentucky is a Democrat. So it's better Mm. that he just ride the bench for a while.
3: Thanks. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. Thanks for, uh, thanks for adding in on that. We appreciate it. It is uh, 742. It is leap day. Uh, yeah, that's right. February 29th. You don't get to say that very often. About every four years, I think. Give or take. What a coincidence. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> give or take. Give or take. No, it is. it is. a ballpark of four years, yeah, well, I think. you
4: know, estimating. Look,
3: I'm clearly, uh, with my mindset this morning, I am not ready for the cognitive test. Well, but then again, I'm not running for president either. There's that. Or I'm not already president. But from what I understand, there's really not much to it. Yeah, that's what KJP said.
5: If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is mm-hmm. actually, what it actually Tests. does, it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that m- most of the time people don't actually know. Don't know. They have no idea. And the president has a team of doctors that is with him 24-7, and he wow. is able to do the work. Sure he is.
3: He is able to do the work. One doctor holds his hand, another one his other hand, so leg makes- and leg. Yeah. Two of them hold up his torso. I mean, it literally, oh. it's weekend at Bernie's unfolding before our very eyes, it except is. it's not a comedy. Yeah. And first of all, it's a 15-minute test. She's trying to say it's too short to make any really, you know, objective finding. Well, someone you don't even know. Okay, wrong. And then somebody you you don't know, who cares whether you know the person or not. Right. Hey, hey, uh, yeah. I had a midterm test, and I don't know the dude that was giving out the test. (laughs) Like, that means anything. Yeah, like, oh. Really? Yeah, the president of the university is personally going to, you know, introduce you first. No, I don't think so. And then when she says "A team of doctors 24/7, yeah. which is weird and it it's is. also kind of creepy. It's like, well how many of those doctors, that team just just stand there and watch him sleep? And he's standing at the time too. even more amazing. So one of them it maybe is holding like the CPAP mask and that if he has a little breathing issue, they're, they're right there. Oh. I mean, what, why would you need a team of doctors? I a team. Yeah. A team of doctors. Well, I write the scripts uh, that help him sleep. This guy over here writes the ones that uh, you pump him up. Yeah. Uh, this guy over here—he's really busy. He's the one that uh, writes scripts, so that his coming and going, up and down on these other drugs, doesn't uh, doesn't manifest itself in some sort of anger. Whoops! Yeah, somebody failed. More to come on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting.
6: Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been
3: using those methods.
6: On 97.3 The Sky.
3: Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And it's a happy Leap day. That's right. You don't get to say February 29th very often every four years, I guess. You've got that going on. Um, One of your top local stories, the widening of I-75. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Nationally, one of your top stories, Illinois judge disqualifies Trump from the primary ballot there due to... uh, January 6th, his involvement Mm. in January 6th. What was
4: his involvement in... uh, I mean, I I know he gave a speech that day about, you know, protesting peacefully and letting your voices be heard. He led an
3: insurrection that we came within an inch of destroying democracy. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. Yeah. Most people don't like it when you call him Nancy, but... I knew who you were channeling. But Nancy is also... My mother's name. Oh, that's a whole different You can one. call her St. Nancy now. Okay,
4: that's a big difference. Thanks, Mom. As opposed to Satan Nancy.
3: Wow. Was that my outlawed voice? Did you say Satan? Satan? I think I did. <laughs> the Senate Republicans would... Well, they've got a word for orcas and maybe in language he understands. You got some splaining to do. <laughs> wow. Alejandro, you got some splaining to God, do. I think
4: that was racist.
3: I don't think so. I know you don't like Ricky Ricardo. You got Fine. a problem with "I Love Lucy"? Come oh, on, man. No. Nah. Come on, man. No. Nah. No, they're at really asking Mayorkas to explain. Yeah, really does have explaining to do. Explain why he freed uh, into the United States illegal aliens, specifically the illegal alien that's accused of murdering Lake and Riley.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, it was. Um, Laura Ingram on her show, I believe it was last night. Yeah. She highlighted how George Floyd, who was like, you know, an air well drug addled you know, problem, long time yes. problem, right. How he became like a folk hero because of the media. And then you had people burning cities down. And it, the word the name George Floyd, I mean, was uttered all the time mm-hmm. in, in glowing ways. Like yeah. society is you know, has lost somebody. He was a hero. But those same people never, never uh, seem to be able to utter uh, the word, or the words, Laken Riley. Now, Hmm. why would that be? It's interesting. It's the same reason that they don't talk about fentanyl to the degree that they should and have been talking about it, even though it's killing at least 70,000 Americans a year. They don't talk about it because if you're looking for some sort of solution, it leads back to the border. It's the same thing when illegals kill people, rape them, steal or whatever. Talking about that will, again, lead back to the border. What a mess it is and what a mess it is under Joe Biden. What a mess it became when Joe Biden repealed the things that Trump had lined up that helped to secure the border. This has this specifically has nothing to do with Congress, even though Joe Biden and Democrats will try to tell you over and over again, "Hey, man, uh, you know Congress. All they got to do is you know put a bill together. All you got to do is put put a bill together." Well, when Biden first got elected, he, there was a time when he had the House and Senate.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, why didn't they do anything then? They see they did their version of it, which is just open it up. And let the chaos begin. So, uh, Republicans on the Judiciary Committee would like Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of DHS. They give him till the uh, end of the week to explain why an illegal alien accused of murdering a 22-year-old nursing student was released into the United States with parole from the southern border. Oh, oh, but wait! No, that was that's just an anomaly because, right, illegals never create crimes they don't behave like animals remember remember how trump was chided for for saying that some Mm -hmm. of them are oh i guess he's right again he was
4: racist when he said bad hombres you know so
3: yeah yeah so apparently an illegal alien is accused of raping a 14 year old girl before carrying out a violent armed robbery in kenner louisiana oh my goodness angel matthias castellanos orlano a 19-year-old illegal alien from Honduras was arrested February 25th by Kenner Police Department after he allegedly committed an armed robbery, stabbed the victim who was recovering in a nearby hospital, along with that robbery and aggravated uh, battery. He's also been charged with first-degree rape and aggravated assault after police alleged he raped and assaulted a 14-year-old girl in the area. Wow. Yeah. Again, every day we could do a story like that. Thanks, orcus Yep. Thanks, Biden. Yep. Don't try, to, don't try to push oh. that over on, on Congress. Your hands have blood on them. There is no doubt. Oh, it was Trump's fault. Uh, Congress and Trump's fault, Bob. Mm.
4: Yeah, I know. Craven.
3: Craven. You like that word? Different things come to mind. Is it means like, you know, like something that's so nasty that it's almost sick. Craven. Not craving like no. we're craving Boston cream donuts right now. Not like that. Not like that, no. no, Craven. Yeah. C-R-A-V-E-N. Rachel Maddow is talking about who's Craven. Interesting who she's picking on. We'll talk about that coming up on 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending bow, bow. on The Sky.
1: In the great state... South Carolina. Virginia, Michigan.
0: No. And Donald Trump is our nominee!
6: The news that's trending.
0: Not the end of our story.
6: The news that's now. A Venezuelan illegal is accused of murdering a university, a university of court.
0: Georgia nursing student. The
6: News Station. 7.6 million illegal immigrants. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
3: Oh, baby, it is Friday Eve, otherwise known as Thursday. Otherwise known today as Leap Day. Yep. Happy Leap Day. Be careful. Where you land is important. Ask Joe. Yeah. Stay away from lovers' leap. Ooh. That probably has a deadly connotation, suicidal connotation. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Yeah, let's not do that one. Yeah. Okay. Could you take a craven? Leap. Craven. Craven leap. leap. Mm. Um, no. Because the idea of leaping might show some level of courage, whereas Craven is considered synonymous with very cowardly. Okay. Or the more even negative, maybe contemptible or dastardly. Mm. Dastardly. Does that was there a cartoon character like that? Um
4: yes. And I was trying to
3: think of dastardly, it as, as said I that. want to say
4: dastardly doolittle, but I don't think that's right. My, no, because my brain went there, too, and that's also wrong, which is a little concerning.
3: I could just picture a mustache, uh, like yes. a Raleigh Fingers-type yep. uh, wax on the end. Yep.
4: I know who you're talking about. Yep.
3: <laughs> okay, all of that is really not important to the story. No, but <laughs> so it's just story. where our brains went. So. Although it is in a way. So, uh, MSNBC anchor Rachel Maddow, you know, really fair and open-minded about conservatism. Yeah. Not so much. By the way, you were thinking about uh,
4: it was just dastardly, but Muttley was the little dog character that with him. He, he, but
3: it was he was had that funny yeah. laugh. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. He, so, I had a friend that that used to kind of do and he laughed. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, I passed that info along. I'm, st- I'm just, am I oversharing today? Yeah, I uh... bit, yeah. Okay, back to your story, Bob. So Rachel Maddow. Yeah, speaking of dastardly. Um, uh, she was talking about the Supreme Court taking the case to decide whether former Donald Trump is immune from prosecution. She said them just taking it up was a craven attempt to help the former president a very cowardly attempt, so it's cowardly that they would pick that up? Wouldn't it take courage? I mean, they could just leave it alone. Some would consider that cowardly. She thinks it's cowardly Hmm. to address the issue. Of course it's important to address the issue because this immunity from prosecution theory or idea is very important. The left likes to take everything out of context, and when it works to their advantage, they're all in. But if you look at the big picture and say, well, you know, this could work against you or a Democrat president, uh, well, then they might not be as excited. But if they can have their way for the moment, they'll, quote-unquote, fix it later, right? The end justifies the means. That's how they think. So, yeah, she's calling it basically a cowardly attempt to help the former president. No. This is something that could impact the past, the present, and the future. How's that? Well, if you don't have immunity, you know, you have immunity like as a police officer. Now, it, if you go way out of bounds, mm-hmm. that that's not going to apply. Right. It, it only applies to, you know, things that are within the bounds uh, of your duties or that you're responsible for, um, you have a certain amount of immunity because otherwise uh, sue-happy people will go crazy all the time. Oh, yeah. And a president is going to have to make decisions that can be very, very unpopular. And so do you want them to be prosecuted every time they do something? that Someone can say, hey, that's a war crime. And we didn't have a declaration of war. And you were using drones and you were murdering people, Obama. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Explain it to him like that. Mm-hmm. Explain it to him like that that there's a bigger picture at play here. Maddow said the cravenness of the court is evident in what they are doing with the pacing here. You know, putting this off for 7 weeks and sitting on it for 2 weeks for no reason. Mm-hmm. Obviously pushing all of the cases uh, that they can push to a point where Trump will be standing for election before any of us have heard the verdicts of any of those cases. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rachel, I, I'm i so, I'm sorry, and, and I'm sad that an election and the people voting will determine who should be the next president. <laughs> I mean, weren't you all about that when Biden miraculously pulled a chicken out of his hat or from somewhere else and won
7: Mm.
3: an election where the sitting president got more votes than any other sitting president in history air quotes and and the tired oldest whitest guy gets elected by so-called progressives while campaigning from his basement okay rachel yeah maybe that's a good sign yeah the democrats are desperate Yes. When they get desperate, maybe there's hope for Republicans because a concern that many of us share is that how do we know this election is going to be fair? We don't. How do we know? We don't we know. know. We know, and we talked to Congresswoman uh, Kat Hammack a little bit about it yesterday. There, there have been changes made in several states that should help to ensure that the election process, you know, uh, is done correctly and properly. Some states. The problem is mm-hmm. not all states. Is
4: it enough states?
3: Right. But if you're looking at, you know, where the meter goes yeah. in terms of trust, your level of trust in the election should go up every time the Dems do something to knock out Trump. Because if they know the fix is in and they got it made, mm. why, do they, why would they behave in such a desperate manner? They wouldn't have to keep trying, would they? Now, the only caveat... To that theory of mine is that, following that theory, Biden should have taken strong and decisive action about the border, even if he wasn't in favor of it, even if he was just doing it for political reasons only, and we could all see through it. Remember, the lefty media will give him cover; they'll say, "Wow, Biden really had to go to work to uh, uh, to fix Trump's mess." They'll blame Trump. They'll go, "He really had to. He really uh, delivered uh, when it came to the." Uh, to the border because Congress refused to act. Republicans in Congress refused to act. Right. So that would be their line. And so why wouldn't you use it? Why do you insist on keeping the borders open? So that's my caveat to my theory. Yeah. You know? And there might be another kink in it as well, but that just as a quick overview, kind of where I'm at. And we just never know, because you've said it before, they are so desperate what
4: won't they do because again all these trials all these accusations all these lawsuits i mean if it's not obvious to anyone in the world that it's it's an an attack i I don't i don't get it
3: well because the border is a multi-pronged attack on our nation and that's why the majority of americans feel like a secure border is important because here you just being overrun by people uh taking up social services and all that social netting, and uh, going to be competing in the job market, lowering wages. And I'll just count that as one. Then you have the bad actors that come across. We have another one, illegal alien charged with child rape and violent mm-hmm. armed robbery in Louisiana. Imagine of course, that. you've got the uh, uh, the murder of the college girl in Athens, Georgia, right. allegedly committed by an illegal. So you've got that. Okay. Then, wait, we're not done. You've got the whole fentanyl crisis. No. Yeah. Okay. And that, that has killed, poisoned over 70,000 Americans each year. And th- these aren't, you know, living on the street, sleeping in the gutter, urinating on themselves kind of people. Mm-hmm. No. In many cases, they're first-time experimental high school, college kids. Yep. And they're dying of fentanyl poisoning. So there's that. And then there's the whole human trafficking and trafficking of children. Who could sit back and allow that to happen?
4: And how many times can you keep saying, but wait, there's more. Yeah.
3: Because there is. Just on that issue alone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But... Here we are, eight fifteen, almost eight sixteen, on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy uh, is in the house. More on the Supreme Court and what they're facing. It's all coming up on News Talk ninety seven point three, the Sky.
5: Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The
6: Dana Show. Sitting
5: online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now,
6: night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky.
3: Vote for more government. They're your friends. Yeah. yeah. 8.20 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is. Is always, yes. All right, uh, there are several uh, top stories that we want to try to get to, and one of them is the Illinois judge uh, dQing Trump from the primary ballot. Oh yeah, due to January sixth. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that issue is um, you know still on the table, so to speak. SCOTUS is going to be busy. Uh, they're also going to decide if Trump is immune from prosecution for attempting to overturn the election. Was he attempting to overturn it? I don't think Or was think he so. trying to buy time uh, to prove that there were some things that were done that were not constitutional and not legal? I think there's a big difference between those two. Oh, but there is. I mean, the way the timetable works on that, you don't have much time to make your case. That, that they're. Yeah. It's very. People do not want to reverse uh, election results for many reasons. Even if it's the right thing to do, apparently. Mm-hmm. All
4: right. So. Well, the other frustrating thing with that, uh, and even conservative headlines in print, online, and Fox News, they all use that line that he tried to overturn the election. Yeah. And that's irritating because they it is. know better. It's not or accurate. Or should know better. It's, no, it's
3: not, not accurate. It's not. Yeah. Well, they started with the term insurrection, yes, knowing that exactly. there was a connotation that was, uh, you know, embedded in within the what the Fourteenth Amendment, and it would so, catch
4: on, and there we are.
3: Yeah, yeah that's. I mean, that's how so it works. Here we are. And if you tell a lie uh, often enough, uh, then people begin to believe it. Uh huh. So you've got that strategy. You got to take down Trump. That's the strategy of the left. You got some judges that are buying into it. Some members of the. Uh, judicial branch, the DOJ, uh, that that bozo of a judge in New York that's oh, finding Trump three hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, he's awful. But at the same time, the Democrats prove that they can walk and chew gum at the same time <laughs> because on the other front, they're in the business of buying votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna forgive. Your college loans. Forgive. Forgive. Wouldn't there be more transfer? Oh, absolutely. To, to forgive means it just goes away. Right. No, the debt is going to be paid by people, well, who are hardworking to pay taxes. They will foot the bill. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Biden's not Santa Claus. No. He's giving away other people's money. And... For some of us, uh, that's a problem, and it's wrong. And when you target it the way he has, constitutionally, I don't see how they could stand. What what would be the reasoning that, well, people are having difficulty paying their loans, so that's a reason to bail them out? Uh, It wasn't a great reason to bail out big banks. Mm. They certainly, nobody came to the rescue of individuals Uh who have been hurting in the past, but now they will. But... I use this analogy, and I kind of stole it from that uh, guy, the jobs guy, Mike, Dirty Jobs Mike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Micro. Yeah. And and the point he made was, oh, now, wait a second. What if a guy, you know, has a business or part of his work is, say, purchasing a truck? Okay. Is somebody going to forgive him of the truck payment?
7: Not it, likely, it,
3: no. it, it, Right. Yeah. Right. And he's saying, yeah, the guy has a usable skill, let's say it's HVAC or something like that, you're not going to help him, but you're going to help college kids who maybe have a degree in philosophy and they're still in their mom's basement. Mm -hmm. But we're going to forgive them. Uh, And there's no forgiving anyway. You're going to pay those loans using the money of other taxpayers. It doesn't make sense. I could ring up a bill for something and then hand it off joe biden will take the the bill and go hey i got that and then he'll turn it he'll go to another table (laughs) and lay it down on there go hey you guys need to cover this that's what what he's doing how generous would you be if you had a, a bottomless pit of money that you could draw from it's not yours wow i mean think about it yeah so here's a new uh, technique to buy votes, okay? The forgiveness of college loans is one <sighs> of them. Damn. This is another one of those kill two birds with one strike. And Kamala Harris could be behind it, which this alone has raised our IQ substantially, clearly at least within the 75 range now, Excuse I would say. me? What? You heard it. Come on. Vice President Kamala Harris revealed on Tuesday that the government could pay college students to Register voters. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. As we hearken back to the previous election cycle and a Zuckerberg throwing about 500 mil yeah. at the air quotations get out the vote, mm-hmm. uh, which is legal. Well, some vote, Bob. Not everybody's vote. Well, what they did, and this law got amended and got changed, but what they did, and you got to give them credit for being smart, is they, yeah, we're going to get out the vote. We're going to spend money to get out the vote. But we're only going to spend that money in areas where precincts are, say, 80% Democrat. Mm-hmm. Right? Not yep. just a general, hey, everybody should go vote. No, 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 no. Specifically targeted. A lot of uh, like inner cities, high population concentration of Democrats. They spent it all that way. Well, that turns out, that was genius. And not illegal. Wrong, maybe. Ethically, but not illegal. So now we're going to have college students helping people to register as voters. I feel like a similar type activity may take place, there may be a greater concentration of sending these these young adults out into the countryside, but not the countryside, out to the cityscapes mm-hmm. to sign people up to register to vote. Harris said the students could receive the funds from the work-study federal program that pays the students' wages while employed at a part-time job. We've been doing work to promote voter participation for students. We have we have this a program that would allow students to get paid through this work study to register people and and be nonpartisan poll workers. Hmm. I mean, theoretically, they could be nonpartisan. Could be. Well, I just know I'm writing it down that on this day, Bob
4: said Kamala Harris's IQ went. Oh. Um,
3: not today. Okay, <laughs> so even she disagrees. That's yeah. odd. Mm-hmm. Very odd. Yeah, it is. 828, you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Huge pickleball open coming up the end of April to benefit Habitat for Humanity. It's in the Gainesville area, but everybody's invited. Go to pickleballbrackets.com for more info. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
6: Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media Or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate.
5: We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm
10: an ordinary man,
11: and I
6: know what the hell I'm doing.
11: Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished.
6: News Talk 97.3. The sky election year. We're all suffering a lot of political fatigue. Your voice matters. I
5: get the right spin on the sky.
6: But the lefty tribalism is toxic.
5: That's broken up so many
6: families, you know, and it's a shame. It really is. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
3: Happy Leap Day and welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 8:35. Good morning. Got to pump it up, right? It's Leap Day. Is that you? Don't know, have a celebration like Cinco de Mayo? Did, did you get a Leap Day card? No, I didn't. Huh? I didn't. What Hallmark kind of, uh, blew it on that one. No. Apparently.
4: What kind of restaurant do you go to on Leap Day? I wonder. Um, hmm. I thought about that. Leap, leaping. What
3: would no, have to do with leaping? No idea. Jumping Johnny's, home of <laughs> flapjacks. Ooh, that sounds. Jumping Johnny's. I like it. Maybe go where they got Mexican jumping beans. I don't know. Leap is. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to think on that. Leap. We will work on that. Okay. Get back to you. Uh, Top stories. Mitch McConnell saying goodbye to the Senate. It's going to be a long goodbye. (laughs) He's saying he also is going to finish out his term, which would take him into 2027. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. I don't know if there's a big deal to be made about it. Not in my mind, but here we are. Uh, Trump obviously has gotten the Democrats desperate. The more they attack him, the better he does in the polls. He is now, what, six for six in the primaries? Mm -hmm. Five of them, easy double-digit wins over Nikki Haley, who is hanging out because she's got nothing else to do. (laughs) Somebody must have told her it's back to the 80s, and an election's like a shopping mall. You just don't want to leave. Like a valley girl. Mm. Valley girl. I mean... I get it. I mean, a, a lot of folks thought, okay, after South
4: Carolina, yeah, you should give it up. But then Michigan, okay, she's hanging around for Super Tuesday, I guess. I don't know.
3: I What's think her- it's going to be super for her. I'm just uh, saying. I don't think so. We've talked about electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. The technology, not bad. Yeah. Um, if, if it's a secondary vehicle and you have a way to charge it at home, could make it work. Sure, that'd be fine. Yeah. Costs are prohibitive, although they are coming down. They are talk of competition, maybe coming from overseas to make the prices a little easier. But right. you're sending your money overseas, so there's that. Hydrogen fuel cells. I think it's Japan, possibly, has been looking at and working on furthering that possibility in that technology. And then there's our old friend. Who's that? Adam. Adam, remember Adam from the Bible? No, from oh. atomic energy. That kind of atom, oh. Oh. as in oh, atom. Nuke. Remember that song? Nuke, 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 nuke of Earl. Nuke. No, it's not even Friday yet. No, it was yeah. Duke. It was <laughs> not a good name to bring up when you talk nukes because wasn't it Duke that? had many issues with the Crystal River plant they were trying to build and mm. never did go online, and the other one's offline. Forget that. There's new technology. Nukes are the answer. I'm not joking around. And okay. it's interesting that this bill is flying under the radar. This bill, uh, first of all, here's how it goes. The House passed a bill meant to reform the regulation of nuclear energy They did this Wednesday. It cleared two-thirds majority needed to fast-track the legislation. So go to the Senate and they'll work out. There'll be some give and take probably, but it looks pretty good. These are reforms to the agency regulating nuclear energy while also encouraging the build-out of the next wave of technology, otherwise known as advanced reactors Hmm. or reactors 2.0. Okay. Or reactors called We Want a China Syndrome. Ooh. Remember that movie? I do. Okay. The bill passed the lower chamber, 365 to 36. 166 Democrats joined with Republicans. See, we've got bipartisanship. <laughs> the bill was expedited through the suspension of the chamber's rules, allows the legislation to be brought to the floor more quickly, blah, 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 uh, blah, 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 this is good, blah, blah. All right. The House would extend the Price-Anderson Act, a law that protects nuclear facilities from financial liability if an accident were to occur for 40 years. That's coming from the House. The Senate has talked about 20 years, but both bills are similar in the way they would reform the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. It would contain provisions that would require the agency to enable the quicker licensing of projects and allow for increased retention and personnel. Why is this not being talked about uh, as a possible solution? Right? The left, oh, they sure. want to solve fossil fuels the climate change, all that. Then we go to EVs. Right. We don't have a way to charge them. We don't have an electrical grid that can handle that. And all the technology associated with it, or at least the batteries anyway, has been cornered by the Chinese. We can do this. Yeah. America. America, if those tools aren't too rusty, mm. I'm telling you, we could build us a nuke plant. Now, remember that this is the second stage or more advanced uh, way to use the power. I don't know all the details, which is interesting because you'd think you'd see a story or two, maybe, yeah. as the bill was being written or presented or Something. just if people are talking about energy solutions in general, nuke has come up, but very, very, very briefly. Are, are we past uh, the scare factor of the nuke stuff? are are we are we over that? You know it's ironic because I
4: just was thinking, going back to literally probably, I don't know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. We were having that discussion about nuclear power and what do you do with the waste mm-hmm. back then. Right. So, you know. Well, you bury it. Oh, well, that, 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 that fixes well, that. That's what we've been doing. I know. Buried deep. Uh, really deep. Hope
3: for the best. Yeah, right. I mean, look, that's the whole thing. Yeah. There is no free energy. No, there's not. There's always oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's solar panels. Yeah, again, mm. uh, not free. No. Part, part of a solution. Windmills, maybe not as much. But depending on their application and where, maybe Uh part of what did I always say? Been saying it for decades, really, right here on the sky. All of the above. Check that box. All the above. Mm -hmm. All the above. Meaning we should utilize any and all energies that we have the capacity to make, to generate, to drill for, to create. All the above. But none of them are the answer. Well, As in only one answer. Right. There's right. no, again, yeah. not always a perfect no. solution. And different parts of the country are different. But don't sit there and tell me all about your green plan oh, no. and that if we're burning gas, we're killing the planet mm-hmm. when China utilizes 1,200 coal fire plants that burn coal far dirtier than any coal plant in America. Now Bob, you know
4: they're just a little emerging economy over there. Yeah. And you can't make them follow the rules of, you know, you know, more advanced Being countries. good stewards of the planet? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't apply. No.
3: No. And 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 we know overall it look, there could be some reality, there could be some climate change or whatever. Yeah. It may have to do with CO2. It may have to do with burning uh, fossil fuels. It may. And then again, it may not.
4: Because it may have happened before.
3: And if it's well, we know it has. No, I know. And then I've said this. Um, humans can adapt. We're crazy good at adapting. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, nature actually is as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, build a pipeline in Alaska. Well, that's going to kill the wildlife. Are you kidding me? This monstrosity cutting right through their land? Instead, the populations of the wildlife went up because where the warm oil was going through the pipeline, some of the grasses continued to grow even in the wintertime, feeding the bison, the elk, the moose, the caribou, Are you saying that the rhinoceros. I'll-
4: Okay, I think you want
3: one Yeah, ammo. Mitt Romney was up there eating grass oh, the rhino or was smoking there. it. While okay, he well, had something. his car on the a, a dog on the car of his r- see Rufus car.
4: So you're actually saying that a pipeline, yes, with fuel, natural gas, oil, pick your yeah. pick your product, yeah. could actually be better than like scraping the surface of the planet to dig out materials. Uh, that scar the planet for who knows how long. Well, are you forever, talking I about guess. the
3: rare earth materials that are
4: needed yeah, for yeah. EVs, for electrical vehicles? They're not
3: like laying on top of the ground. And uh, yeah. we're not mining that. Other countries have access to that. Yes. so and, and they don't care if they tear up Nairobi or wherever they're at, tearing but, that up. But don't you
4: think uh, these greeny Americans who are pushing us towards those things should care?
3: No, because they're, they're hypocrites. Uh,. Well, they're either hypocrites, yeah. they're being useful idiots, yeah. or they're just plain dingbats. Can
4: we go with D, all of the above? Yes, you oh, can. Okay,
3: you. Once again, Circle gets the square. It's the Hollywood Square. <laughs> There's some other jokes in there, but I gotta let them go for now. Yeah, what well, time's up? Well, and I like this job. Eight forty-five yeah. on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Much, much more to talk about coming up on ninety-seven point three, the Sky. Happy Leap Day.
6: He brings the
1: brutal
3: truth. They're trying the left to destroy Israel. Mark Levin. Hamas's attack.
1: Blinken saw it as an opportunity, as they protect the Iranian regime.
6: Six o'clock on ninety-seven point three, the Sky. Richard Lewis
3: is dead.
4: Well, <laughs> he was a comedian, so.
3: Yeah, I'm not being disrespectful. No, I, don't know. I am tipping my hat to his craft. Yeah. It's 8 49. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. It's also leap day. And legendary comedian and curb your enthusiasm actor Richard Lewis died on Tuesday, the age of 76. You ever watch that, Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm? I think it's a, a HBO, and it, it ran for a while. And then, uh, I, I don't know, the guy took some time off, David. What's his name, Larry David? Larry David, yep. I had the kind of a love-hate relationship with the show. It, it just, at times, was really, really funny, and mm-hmm. at times, I just couldn't stand them. Well, and but, it would fluctuate within the body of the show. But Larry, well,
4: it's kind of the same thing, just with Larry David. He's a genius. He's hilarious, and he's
3: as lefty as they come. Yeah, I know if so, that you know? if that plays a part in it. Uh, uh, maybe his uh, he's a little too heavy on the curmudgeon uh-huh. uh, thing, right? Yeah, really? a little. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Richard Lewis was a regular there. He also. Uh, uh, did a bunch of stuff. Who was he a regular on all the time? Whose show? Letterman. Was it Letterman? Yeah, he was, it, was, yeah, like it was on a lot. 50
4: times plus or something like
3: that. He's one of the most beloved and revered stand up comedians in America. He played a fictionalized version of himself in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He died peacefully at his home in Los Angeles Tuesday night after suffering a heart attack. Wow. At the age of 76. It's not old. No. Not old. Uh, apparently, though, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, um. and he had undergone several surgeries, uh, and that was just last year. Wow. Back in 2021, uh, he said he would not be in season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm in order to recover from the surgeries, but he actually appeared on set for one episode anyway. Yeah. He started a 1979 comedy, Diary of a Young Comic, and he ascended... To prominence from there and yes uh he appeared on the tonight show and the late show with david letterman and so uh richard lewis yeah anybody who can make you laugh sure as a nice uh, relief from doom and gloom death and destruction so rest in peace uh richard lewis passed away at the age of 76 we also lost a wrestler wwe in fact um, was it Ole Anderson? Ole Anderson. Yesterday, yep. yesterday we got word on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is um, uh, Mike Jones, uh, otherwise known as Virgil. Oh, yeah, right. And what was it, Ted DiBiase? Who yeah. did he hang out with? Yeah, the Million Dollar
4: Man. He kind of played uh, the role of his bodyguard. So yeah.
3: And he was also a heavyweight title winner and a tag team championship with partner Rocky Johnson. Oh, there you go a.k.a. The Rock, oh, hmm. a.k.a. I don't know. Whatever he wants had a to bunch be. of different names. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so he made his debut in 1985, wrestled through the 1990s, returned to the WWE as Ted DiBiase Jr.'s bodyguard in 2010. And uh, so apparently he has passed away. And his age? 61. Oh, that's young. That's hidden close to home. Uh, a little too close it's hidden home yeah it's,
4: it's wow. right to there
3: yeah. yeah um I'm not I'm looking for a uh, a cause of death and been,
4: he actually had had something for the last several years actually I, I'm forgetting what it is right now but yep.
3: yeah i I don't see it in the particular uh article that I grabbed he well he, he had several strokes over the last right. few years he mm-hmm. was also diagnosed with dementia yeah that's what i was thinking of but but they're still not at least as far as i know yeah uh that's sad that's young always cause a death 61 again we we talked about this with Ole anderson we talked about this uh with another Mm -hmm. uh wrestler that is accused of shooting his wife this just happened the other day former wrestler and um that's a t- it's a tough life.
4: It is very hard. It, it's a
3: hard, life. very very hard on your body. And you know, now that we're learning more about CTE and brain trauma, mm-hmm. you've got—I mean, you've got to wonder—and they've abused their bodies, many of them, with you know steroids and and things like that as well. Not to mention possibly, you know, delving into alcohol and. Yep. Liquor and wildlife, cocaine and hookers. And wow, look how the conversation all of a sudden turned right into Hunter Biden. I'm telling you, see how I did that. That was a well, it was easy <laughs> drugs and hookers. Come on, uh, uh, which by the way is his get out of jail free card. How, how many kind of congressional hearings or whatever have we watched, yeah, you know, right? Uh, sir, my client pleads uh, the Fifth Amendment, blah, blah 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 blah. Remember that. Sir, right. I plead the fifth. Right. Sir, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. How many times have we heard that? At least you got to give Hunter Biden credit. Do you remember this conversation you had with this uh, person from a Chinese energy company where he said, My dad's sitting next to me. You better pay us the $5.1 million or else. And then it got deposited a couple days later. Do you remember that? Did he claim the fifth? Yes. He claimed a fifth, yeah, a fifth that he drank. He and then he said the eighth, and everybody's like the Eighth Amendment, and he said no, <laughs> eight ball. <laughs> wow, oh. I don't get a pitch for that eight You're, ball. There's a limit.
4: Okay, management put a limit on. Anyway,
3: that. I'm not talking about billiards. No, not a bit. So yeah, that's his defense. Wow, if he could use his just his regular language. If he was out and about in the community, it'd yeah. be, it go something like this. Dudes, dudes and dudettes. I'm telling you, brohams. hams. I- I'm telling you ladies that I have no idea what I did. I was blasted out of my flipping gourd. Do you get it? I was out of my mind. I don't even remember dropping off my laptop to get fixed, let alone what the heck I put on it. Isn't this an odd coincidence
4: that it's not all that far from the same excuse as dad gets? Oh, it's out of my mind. I don't remember anything.
3: I'm senile. Oh, wait a minute. Well, the dad, due to age, yes. he's an elderly man yeah. who has trouble remembering. Huh? And Hunter was um, sowing his wild oats and can't be held accountable because he was in a different state of mind. Drunk or high. Yeah. Yeah. All right, stand by. We're going to get it from the horse's mouth, local law enforcement. What's going on in our community? Art Forge joins us next on 97.3 The Sky.
6: Trending. Trending right now on this sky.
3: Is
0: Governor Newsom the Democrats' plan B
6: for Biden? No. Donald Trump will be the Republican candidate. Joe Biden is the one Democrat who will beat him. As it happens, if I'm dropping out of the race,
0: well, I'm not.
11: She's down by 30, 35 points. She's losing at big, big.
6: The news station.
3: Restricting the rights of those 18 to 21 year olds infringes upon their Second Amendment rights. No
6: more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News
7: Talk
3: good morning and welcome fourth and final hour of our get together we affectionately call it the nine o'clock stretch because we literally do stretch a little bit which is good for you uh happy thursday otherwise known as leap day uh it's 906 and your time check is brought to you by hayes jewelers where the answer is always yes top story mitch mcconnell is saying goodbye to the senate looks like it's gonna be a long goodbye he's gonna finish out his stint which takes him to 2027 but right now uh locally we've got art forgy in the house alachua county sheriff's office spokesperson and we appreciate it. art good morning how you doing good morning i'm doing well bob thanks for having me again so uh you guys are keeping your uh, license intact you went through the re-accreditation process uh for the for many times over and uh, you passed with flying colors
2: yeah passed with flying colors uh Sheriff Ganey was over in St. Augustine on Friday and picked up the uh, nice certificate that comes along with that. Uh, We were first accredited in uh, 1997. Uh, This made the 10th one. We're reaccredited every three years at the corrections level, the law enforcement level, and then every four years at the communications level. And uh, this is actually our fifth Excelsior Award. Uh, The jails on their – I'm sorry – This is our fifth Excelsior Award. The jail's on their fourth. And so the Excelsior Award is the highest standard that you can get in accreditation, which means our policies, the way we do things, and uh, the way we work is top-notch.
3: Wow. Well, that, yeah, that is um, definitely something special. Now, is this state-mandated or federal?
2: It's accreditation is not a mandate. It's uh, something that allows you to have an extra layer of uh, professionalism that you're doing best practices that you uh, your policies and procedures are in order to protect the community and a, a, a strong statement for the community that, hey, your organization is is up to standard.
3: Okay. all right. So that's a like a private entity. It's not state a state funded thing.
2: It is uh, it is a private
3: uh, uh, law enforcement body that
2: uses law enforcement to uh, look over the policies and procedures and make sure things that are uh, are in place are are correct and right and that we're following them because we have to provide examples of how we are following them.
3: I want to make sure I have this right. U.S. Attorney was sentenced more than a, a dozen or he sentenced he sentenced more than a dozen that were involved in this gang stuff right he did i he just did. Let, you you didn't do anything wrong it was just the way that i read it um but th- that that was a big job big investigation
2: it was a very lengthy investigation with uh, very many uh different agencies involved in it the uh, us attorney's office ended up adopting the case and sentencing uh, 12 of them uh, there was five that were actually sentenced at the state level here in the Eighth Judicial Circuit, but uh, a very big criminal enterprise that was taken out of business and uh, great cooperation among law enforcement agencies, the DEA, the Alachua Police, the Alachua Sheriff's Office, the uh, the federal agencies. So um, it, it was called
3: shows... 4K Street Gang was kind of what they were called? Yep, that's what they called themselves. And and where were they where were they based in? Basically up in the Alachua area. And and was there a connection between this gang and they had a couple of shootings, I think like on a basketball court, a couple other not random acts but a couple other what appeared to be maybe gang like actions? Yeah, I think there is some gang connotation connotation
2: in some of those shootings that have that have happened but not but, necessarily uh, not connected not necessarily with this investigation connected in this.
3: Okay. All right. Uh Alachua County citizens Academy. Tell me uh, what that is and how people can become a part of it.
2: Man, this is a great opportunity for uh, folks that want to see what county government is and what they do. Uh, They are able to sign up for this class one day a week that will take them from uh, you know, waste management and recycling to uh, roads and bridges to the the animal shelter to the sheriff's office. It will show them every aspect of county government, how they operate, how they function, how they work together, and just give them a great overall picture of uh, the way Alachua County does business and what all is available.
3: Depending on the level of expertise and the background that the people come from, because you might get a lot of retired people, mm-hmm. um uh, do you take maybe some advice or, or, or idea generating stuff from the group? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. They, uh, you know, they'll they'll ask a lot of good questions. Why do you do this this way? Why don't you mm-hmm. do it this way? And it gives us a chance to, uh, you know, hey, we hadn't thought about that. Let's take a look at that and see what we can do. Mm-hmm. See if we can approve our process.
3: Right. Absolutely. Sounds good. Uh, now you've got a uh, <clears throat> not really a possible candidate for person of the year. This person is a real winner
2: yeah this one is a horrible horrible story and uh i think you'll agree with me after i tell you what went on but uh, sarah jacobs was arrested and charged with stealing over thirteen thousand from a disabled woman uh she's a 29 year old female from here in gainesville she's been in jail since the 15th of december for violating her drug offender probation in three cases uh In uh, January, her probation was revoked, and she was sentenced to 150 days in jail. During that time, uh, investigators moved in and charged her with uh, stealing from this disabled woman. Uh, It occurred between uh, June of 2020 and May of 2021. She uh, originally paid her utilities, uh, uh, brought her uh, food, couple of different times and then just disappeared. This, uh, this disabled woman had no phone, had no means of contacting anyone. She uh, lost her utilities. Her house was foreclosed upon. She was admitted to the hospital for malnutrition and dehydration uh, during this time. And uh, Jacobs used the money to uh, pay for her utilities, her Amazon account, ride shares, Google Play, and a number of other things. And, uh, you know, just horrible what happened to the victim. Finally, somebody was able to step in and help her secure her debit card back and cancel the other one. That's how
3: it was done, via a debit card.
2: Yes, just a uh, horrible, horrible situation where this woman that didn't have a lot to begin with ultimately lost it all
3: now did did she get her house back and all that is she made whole yet
2: she has not been made whole ooh um, she is is being cared mm. for but not been made whole and and uh you know it's just a horrible tragedy
3: it really is and uh I think you were gonna say there's probably a special place in hell for this sarah jacobs woman if, if she indeed is found guilty
2: yeah just i mean you hear uh you know i hear a lot of different stories bob and i'm i'm privileged to a lot of different information i see a lot of horrible things on a daily basis but this one is not only horrible but it tugs at your heartstrings for somebody that can't care for themselves and relies upon somebody else and it's just horrible what they did to her no human being should have to endure that
3: No, no. Hey, do we still have an issue with stolen guns? We absolutely do.
2: And uh, I know we talk... Usually on a uh, biweekly basis about locking your car, mm-hmm. not keeping your gun in there. So far in January, we had two instances where guns stolen out of cars. We ended up with uh, fifty nine instances last year, and we all uh, can turn on the news and see that those guns are being used. Matter of fact, on a daily basis, we're uh, almost getting people that uh, are are carrying a stolen gun, and those guns are are we're dealing with them.
3: Yeah, if you got you got to take care. You got to secure it. I mean, that's part of the responsibility, and you should be locking your car anyway. And I know I, I'm not going to preach to everybody, but really, and if you have a gun, take it inside with you. Take it with you. I know there's times when you can't. They make all these special lock boxes and different ways that you can secure it um, if you do have to leave it in your vehicle. So anyway, they do. Um, Best
2: place is on you, though.
3: Yeah. It's not just losing whatever the value of the gun is, it's the fact that very often they are used in a commission of crimes. Yes. Uh and speaking of that, there's still a lot of scams going on. Tell us like the latest.
2: Yeah, the I think the latest one we had was uh uh an elderly woman that was befriended on the internet by a uh what she thought was a suave and debonair type fellow that uh was able to milk about $90,000 mm. from her and uh you know, through the, uh, hey, I want to come and see you, but I need you to send me this. We've got a life together. Uh, you know, they typically target people that are elderly, that uh, don't lonely, have a lot of interaction, vulnerable. lonely, vulnerable, promising great things, maybe call you your their wife, call you their husband, and all they're doing is asking for money and drawing you in.
3: Hmm. To all the lonely honeys out there, just send your cash directly to bob rose and craig cassidy and we'll take care of it
2: and uh i i've got uh, the emery ganey <laughs> hotel for
3: you oh <laughs> really hey uh we don't have much time but um there are still career opportunities
2: yes uh lots of career opportunities at the sheriff's office you don't want to carry a gun or you don't want to deal with uh, criminals or uh, uh, custody of criminals, then, you know, we have civilian jobs uh, available in just about everything. Visit our website, see what you're uh, interested in, and make a career out of it. I was uh, looking at, I've been at the sheriff's office 20 years now, and I was looking at my retirement account the other day, and it was like, you know, man, that's pretty nice. That's, yeah, that's a nice nest Yeah, don't dead. brag
3: around radio guys about Yeah, having a life after work. (laughs) Thank you, Art Forge. We appreciate it. Alachua County Sheriff's Office spokesperson. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. We've got your top stories and more headlines on the way. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Dana Lash. Now. 10 p.m.
5: Night. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see. My subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American.
6: On 97.3 The Sky.
3: 921 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Mitch McConnell, I, uh, I, I know I'm kind of new at this, but I'm going to uh, retire now. Yeah, you're new at it. Yeah. 150 years later. Uh, he's saying goodbye to the Senate. No, I mean, whatever. I mean, wish him well, I guess. Um, but when's he leaving? <laughs> at the end of his... Uh, term which in the senate six years so he'll be around till 2027 if he's around at all.
4: So why give a speech, get all weepy, everybody's, you know, lamenting and doing the all these years early. I, I don't get that makes no sense at all.
3: Yeah, I I don't know yeah. either. I don't know what that timing possibly represents. Does this give give him adi- additional time to come up with a leader of the senate because I think he might be stepping down from the leadership position. And finishing his term, but gotcha. not as leader, I think. Okay. But who knows? Because when I asked him about it, yeah. this is what he did. What? He went oh, into those one no, of those catatonic of states, of states yeah, he's gotcha. been prone to.
4: Okay. Yeah. Wasn't it if you were doing a McConnell or a, or a Brandon impersonation there? It's...
3: Oh, Brandon as in Joe?
4: Yeah, they're a lot alike when they do that. <laughs>
3: yeah. They just kind of fade out, you know, go away. Yeah, or they just, run against the sentence? And well that's th- true you th-
4: th- that. skip on
3: to th- th- what that says. Yeah, I have no idea. Former Women's National Basketball Association star Cheryl Swoops is fighting back saying that black people are incapable of being racist after she was called a racist over recent comments about college basketball star Caitlin Clark, this Caitlin Clark, oh, man. a girl, broke all kinds of uh, scoring records and stuff, and and uh, so she sold a lot of jerseys, you know, that have her name on it, right. which goes with all the accolades and attention she got earlier this month. Swoops, who is black, attacked white college basketball star Caitlin Clark and said that Clark doesn't deserve the accolades she is getting for breaking women's college basketball records. Why not? She's breaking records like crazy. She's amazing. Yeah, she broke the NCAA women's career scoring record on February 15th, leading Iowa to third place in the women's basketball in uh, this season. Clark also defeated one of Swoop's records.
4: Oh, here's the year After setting an NCAA
3: from. tournament record of scoring 191 points over Iowa's six games last year.
4: So. And that beat Swoop's at
3: 177 for Texas Tech back in 93. Okay. The college star's success apparently led to some sour grapes. Swoops Uh tried to diminish Clark's achievements, but her claims were full of false statistics and misinformation, and social media users accused her of dissing Clark solely because the college star is white. Mm. The former college and WNBA star lashed out at Clark in several social media posts, claiming that Clark cheated because she used an extra year of eligibility and took 40 shots per game. Swoops was not just wrong, but extremely so. Not only has Clark not taken an extra year, but she has also had half of the average per-game shots that Swoops had. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you just take the truth and turn it upside down. Man, where'd she learn that? The Democrat Party? Naturally, Swoops took a lot of heat online. Many called her racist for attacking the white college star. But now Swoops is fighting back and insisting that it's impossible for black people to be racist. What a load. For people to come to me and say, I made those comments because I'm a racist. First of all, black people can't be racist. But that's the farthest thing from my mind. I guess it depends on what the definition of being racist is. Um, The simplest definition is... Um, you're treating people uh, lesser mm-hmm. than you would treat another person given all the same circumstances, and you're doing that because of their race. Pretty simple. I would think.
4: Yeah. But, but why does that make any race or racial group somehow immune from being racist? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's just silly. That is stupid, actually, to say that.
3: Yeah, um... However, I'm also going to defend her and say, look, there's there's a little bit of jealousy. This girl is getting a lot of accolades for breaking her records, so there's a little sure. jealousy there. But I don't think it is hey, professional. based on, on skin color. But yeah. if you're going to attack somebody for really no good reason, because there really isn't a good reason, right? I mean, she broke your records, but and, and and then to make it up, not to even mm-hmm. check your facts. When I mean, you go, you know, and and Sadie say, oh, she took uh, way more shots than I did. That's not true. Oh, she got an extra year eligibility. That Huh. Is not true either, Whoops. but I'm I'm not going to chalk it up as being uh, racist. Yeah, um, she's just you know jealous and uh, maybe somewhat angry. Also, you know this is a period where you can capitalize on being a college player uh, sure. through those programs. Now you get paid, um, you know, on jersey sales and other things. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's a little miffed about that because this girl is Miss Caitlin is going to um. She's going to cash in. But she looks stupid sure by
4: saying black people can't be racist. If she just had not said the thing. that, she wouldn't look quite so idiotic.
3: Yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skyline. Shop. you're on the air.
1: Okay, I am locked and loaded, and I'm about to blow that, the- that theory right out of the water. Okay? Picture it. Early 1970s. I'm walking to the store. I am surrounded by five years of color.
4: Oh, bad cell. It's Shep.
1: taken from me.
4: Hey, can you start that over? Oh, Shep? To
1: the- yeah. oh, go ahead. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Picture
4: it.
3: Early now. <laughs> wow. Technology. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We tried. We'll try again. Now, Shep is very mechanically inclined. I think that he could probably put a booster antenna Uh uh on the roof of his vehicle. I think he could. get that signal strengthened. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, fix that. Like the old FM booster. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) It is, uh, let's see, 928 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here about 15 minutes away from things uh, that make you smile. And what happened in... Michigan, especially when it comes to the Dems. Is that a sign of the future for Biden? We'll talk about that and more coming up on 97.3, The Sky. Happy. I'm just so happy when I listen to The Sky, I hear the truth. I am so happy I, I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad
1: the way this country is going.
3: Woke stuff in Florida breaks my heart.
1: Angry. Uh, I'm ticked off. I'm ticked
0: off, and I know Sky listeners are angry too. When did we start listening to these freaking weirdos?
6: No matter the emotion. I
0: go back and forth with my emotions, but I know I get the truth on The Sky.
6: Talk about it here on The Sky. Thanks, Sky. It's really important. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. When you need to know. The economy. And inflation. You need the sky. How can we not focus on the invasion of America first? Because Joe can't do the job. And by the way, his policies are horrible.
1: Everywhere. So easy to listen to on my smart speaker. Play
0: 97.3, The Sky.
3: 97.3, The Sky. Biden, Biden, Biden update coming on the way. It's 936. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Leap as we go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet skylines and a story that got interrupted by Shep. Good morning, Shep. Go right ahead.
1: Okay, they say people of color can't be racist. Okay, picture it. Early 1970s. I'm in the Bronx. I'm walking to the store. I am surrounded by five youths of color. I am punched. I am thrown to the ground. I am kicked. And my money is taken from me all to a chorus of... What you doing on our block, white boy? Or if they knew I was Jewish, What you doing on our block, Jew boy? I want to know what the liberals monitoring this program have to say about that. Do not tell me there is no such thing as a racist of color, because I was the minority in the South Bronx. I am sick and tired of hearing it, and let me just add, I too am a member of a historically oppressed group, okay? You don't hear me belly aching about it. See you later.
4: All right. Well, the irony of that is, and if, any, if they will admit it, I mean, you have racism within the black community based on color of skin. You have racism among the Hispanics, depending on if you are Mexican, Central American, South American. I mean, you have it in all kinds of groups, even within themselves. So for someone like this basketball player to say that, one person of color can't be racist is is really just stupid.
3: Can I address it the way the Democrats would, like he asked? Yeah, go ahead. What you got? Shep, boys <laughs> will wow. be boys. Oh, wow. Boys will be boys. Look, a little strong-arm robbery. It's not because you're a white kid. It's probably because you were maybe a small white kid. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's not that you were a white kid. You were by yourself, and there were four or five of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... You have something in your pocket that they could turn into something they wanted. You know, maybe cigarettes, maybe candy, right? Yeah, but haven't we kind of been convinced and and taught in our
4: current generations that when you use a reference of color, that that is racism? In fact, you can't even use it in conversation half the time or as an example because then you are proven to be a racist? Hmm. And, oh. It's the Democrats that basically put those rules into play in our society.
3: Really? Yeah. There is that. You know, I'm a uniter, not a divider. You and Joe Biden? Shep, it's time to forgive. You got (laughs) to let it go. It's been years. You got to let it go. Shep just wants his money back. Oh,
4: wait a minute. I didn't say that because he's Jewish.
3: Oh, wow.
4: Just saying. Don't even go there. Hey, we love Jesus. We love the Jews. Come on.
3: Oh, wait a second. What? Jesus was a Jew, right? Uh, ha- half, I guess.
4: <laughs> half God and half Jewish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he was all of both, Bob.
3: Oh. Yes.
4: It works different when there's a God component.
3: Oh. Yeah. Works no, thanks for straightening me out. Well,
4: I'm here to help. Any other
3: pearls of wisdom you want to extol <laughs> no, while you're on a roll? The,
4: no, the show's only on until 10 o'clock. Okay.
3: <laughs> President <laughs> Joe Biden's massive $1.7 spending bill passed by Democrats at the end of 2022 is unconstitutional. 1.7 trillion. Unconstitutional. Wow. But again, this is so says a federal judge in Texas. Hmm. Yeah. Potentially this could halt some of Biden's immigration programs and opening the door to stopping the spending of many billions of dollars of taxpayer money in follow-up lawsuits. This was the bill that Congress passed in 2023. The omnibus Appropriations bill translation, kitchen sink fiscal train wreck. Anyway, they did this December of 2022. 20, uh, but in doing so, House Democrats continued their. COVID-era policy of allowing members to vote from whatever remote location they were in, even vacation spots, instead of being present in the House chamber to cast their vote in person. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sued, arguing that some of the federal programs being funded by that spending package were causing problems for Texas, specifically some immigration problems administered by Attorney General Merrick Garland and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. So Paxton sued over the quorum clause in Article I of the Constitution, which requires a majority of the House's 435 members to be present in order for the House to do business. Judge Wesley Hendricks from Lubbock Division, Northern District Court of uh, Texas, ruled in favor of Texas. And the judge explained for over 235 years, Congress understood the Constitution's quorum clause to require a majority of members of the House or Senate to be physically present to constitute the necessary quorum to pass legislation. This rule prevents a minority of members from passing legislation that affects the entire nation. But despite the Constitution's text and centuries of consistent practice, the House in 2020 created a rule that permitted non-present members to be included in the quorum count and vote by proxy. Pursuant to that novel rule, the House passed a new law included with the Consolidated Appropriations Act, and that particular provision affects Texas. So the court concludes that by uh, including members Who were indisputably absent in the quorum count, the act at issue passed in violation of the Constitution's quorum clause. Yeah, I mean, it gets, I mean, it's somewhat technical, but not really. I mean, if the Constitution calls for there to be a quorum necessary, can they just vote a change to that if it's constitutionally based? I don't know. I it's well at least this judge says no. No, you can't do that. So what is that gonna do? To the whole budget, the mess? I mean, a lot of that money, well at least yeah, a good portion of it has not been spent yet. We'll see. Ah, uh, Joe Biden apparently faced some humiliation Tuesday night. You know, some of these Democrats who voted in the primary Voted uncommitted. Now, that happens from time to time. You bothered to show up, but then you voted uncommitted, which is used as sort of a protest, okay? And most of the time, the candidate's like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it never adds up to much. And they started to push this idea and this agenda. And the people that were pushing this you know, a lot of members of the um, of Muslim uh, communities around Detroit. And really, they were hoping that, you know, they might get 10,000 that would vote uncommitted. And they would consider what they did successful. Hey, you have to notice this. And you know how many it ended up being, right? A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand Democrats. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. It's really about 101,000. Uncommitted votes. 16% of Biden's vote total. 16%. That's a big chunk. Yeah. Biden cannot win Michigan, this crucial swing state, if 16% or even 10% of Democrats stay home. By comparison, only 33,000 Republicans voted uncommitted, Uh, That's only around 4% of Donald Trump's vote total of 756,000. In 2020, Biden allegedly beat Trump in Michigan uh, by a mere 154,000 votes. And that's out of more than 5 million. So that is close. Something else that should concern Democrats, with 95% of the vote counted, former President Trump snatched... Uh, 756,000 votes in the Michigan Republican primary, which tops Biden's vote total by about 140,000 raw votes. Yeah. So Michigan turns out to be a pretty good embarrassment for Joe Biden and the mm. Democrats. Yeah. But, of course, the spinmeisters have already come out and... Do what they do. We'll have a little... No effect overall. I mean, they just won't address it. That's kind of what he does. All right. Kind of running uh, short on time, and still uh, plenty of stuff I was going to get to. I'll leave you with this one before we go to things that make you smile. The intelligence community is reportedly on edge over former President Donald Trump's potential return to the White House and what it may mean for those who oppose him. Politico... The outlet that published a debunked article implying that Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation interviewed 18 former officials and analysts who worked in the sprawling bureaucracy as either appointees or career officials, with the majority wanting to snipe at Trump anonymously, allegedly to avoid provoking backlash. Hmm. The piece cites Trump's critic, Fiona Hill, a Russian analyst and former Intel official who served under George Bush and Barack Obama and went from the liberal think tank Brookings Institution to join the Trump National Security Council, where a number of holdovers from the Obama administration served. She said he wants to weaponize the intelligence community. And the fact is, you need to look with 360 degree perspective. He can't just cherry pick what he wants to hear. When there are so many U.S. adversaries in countries that don't wish the U.S. well, if he guts the intel on one thing, he'll be partially blinding us. Wow. So, she's claiming that he wants to weaponize the intelligence community.
7: I mean, why doesn't she
3: she say, you Uh... know, like Biden and Hillary did? Mm
7: -hmm. Isn't
3: that what you really... Mean if there's honesty involved, well, because once again, the Democrats telegraph what they're going to do by calling you the name that better represents them by saying you're going to do what they have already done.
4: And there it is, it's right there
3: the deep state on edge. Mm 948 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's time for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Non-political. It's a count your blessings kind of a thing. You know how fortunate we are to to live in Florida and all the other blessings that go along with it. Birthdays, anniversaries, uh, nice things that somebody did for you or vice versa. Yeah, that's what we're looking for on things that make you smile. 877-975-9825. Things That Make You Smile brought to you by Robin Larson. Dental is next on 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity. everybody on Fake News CNN. Hates Trump. Three weekdays. But yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish.
6: Separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Tell me.
3: Welcome, it's the Bob Rose Show, as we continue this time with things that make you smile Up be positive thoughts, brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. Rose good morning.
9: Hey, good morning, Bob. With all the bad news, I want to give some good news about Trenton, and uh, you're talking about the wrestlers and stuff. Well, we had our own wrestler, pro wrestler right here in Trenton in the 80s, the wild man, Eddie Colt. He wrestled uh, him and his partner, for, uh, Ted Turner out of Atlanta, but he come. He he lived here, and he did a lot. He put on wrestling shows uh, twice in summer, in the summertime, twice a, in the summertime, and uh, filled the state, filled the, the gymnasium to the rafters. He wouldn't take any money. And the school made money on it. They just had to pay the other wrestlers. And uh, he did so much for our community that uh, it's hard to believe that you know he, he's he's passed away now because he got old and he got cancer and stuff. But what he did for our community, and I was just lucky enough that I knew him in person and uh, dealt with him on a daily basis in person. He was just a good guy and did so much for a lot of com- people in our community. And I thank you for bringing up all other wrestlers because we got our wrestler right here. God bless America, and God bless Trenton. See ya. Nice. Yeah,
3: God bless you, Rosebud. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them have done a lot of work mm-hmm. in their communities and for charities. And it's good to point that out. You're right. Thanks, Rosebud. Let's go to Mark. What's making you smile?
10: Yeah. Good morning, Greg and Bob. Um, and I say this from the perspective of I kind of listened to Hannity and and Beck and uh, uh, and uh, and all the other uh, Levin afterwards, but. What's making me smile is the moment there's even the slightest whiff of dead airspace, the Melvin Law commercial kicks in, like whether I'm listening weekdays or weekends. uh, So it's like a Patriot missile battery or or strategic defense initiative.
3: (laughs) Uh, uh, Filling the dead airspace, right? I guess. I don't know. All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody. It makes me smile that the continued community support has been incredible for the Ark of Alachua County. Specifically, uh, the 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble has been sold out once again. We've been blessed to be able to do this year in and year out and it raises a substantial amount of money uh, for the Arc of Alachua County that works with the developmentally disabled. And we're going to be at Hawkstone Country Club, 1230 Tea Time, on Friday, April 5th. Like I said, the tournament is sold out, still might be in need of volunteers. The Arc of Alachua could always use your help, donations, or volunteers. Please reach out to arcalachua.org. That's a r c dot org. And thank you so much. Great cause. Don't go away. Coming up next, it's the Smoking Gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR.
6: comes our way the sky keeps you a step ahead weather catastrophe this is a large and powerful system cold comes in
0: temperatures will be falling and warmth
6: is back watching
0: for some active weather storms
6: are rapidly developing sky winter weather You we need
2: to be prepared helping
6: you plan your day is what we do i'm
0: sure you're thinking how that will impact your plans
2: we're here for anything you need we're gonna be with you today we're gonna be with you tomorrow and we're gonna be there with you
6: too depend on the sky this is what we do news talk 97.3 the sky
3: Time now for The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Doctors at a New Delhi hospital removed 39 coins and 37 magnets from a man's intestine after he swallowed the metals because he thought that zinc would help him in bodybuilding. X-rays taken before surgery... Uh, showed metal clots forming in the 26-year-old's intestines after he spent several weeks ingesting the coins while undergoing treatment for a psychiatric condition. Mm. Doctors learned the extent uh, when he arrived at the emergency room and took some x-rays, and surgeons noted the magnets and coins had lumped together into two separate loops, so they had to go in there and take them out. The x-ray confirmed they were successful, All that just to have a magnetic personality and nerves of steel. And that's your smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader.